You're on the Paradigm Shift and we're talking now about the University of Queensland doubling down on the heritage demolition plan of the University of Queensland Union Complex. The Queensland University is trying to make the one space that it doesn't control and take it away from students and staff. The um, staff and students of the University of Queensland have been regaled this week with an artist's impression of the proposed new hub complex at St Lucia and it's this is being contested uh, through a heritage listing process. So I'm going now to a, an interview I did earlier this morning with Lee Duffield who will uh, dissect what is going on there at the university, particularly regard to the University of Queensland Union Complex. Uh, could we start by you introducing yourself? My name is Lee Duffield. Uh, I was a student at uh, UQ uh, from the late 60s and uh, different times after that. I uh, worked for a long time as an ABC journalist uh, in Australia and outside, and later I was teaching journalism at QUT. Why should the University of Queensland Union Complex be saved? It's important to Queensland Heritage. There are, there's a forum there where we saw a lot of campaigns such as the Civil Liberties campaigns, Right to March, being launched and conducted. It was one safe and secure area where you could engage in that type of thing back in the bad old days. And it made a big impact on the lives of a lot of the students at the time, <coughs> staff as well. Uh, it's a site of the Chanel Theatre, part of the precinct, an important part of this theatre, which uh, was a cinema showing uh, a big range of, uh, of movies of all kinds and uh, a performance space that was important for experimental theatre and so on. It was the original home of 4 Triple Z. It was a radio station they still have in Brisbane, I believe. And uh, it was, for many people, also a matter of, uh, of getting away from the university proper into a student-run area where you could relax, where you could meet people, where you could get into discussions, where you could get into all kinds of activities, including these uh, protest or forum activities that I mentioned. Now, in the process... It became a part of the preparation of pretty well the whole professional carter of Queensland. And I was thinking that quite apart from the radical movement that was there and uh, cultural movements, uh, you also had even conservative students with, uh, with their taking part in campaigns. And I uh, remember enumerating some. Two uh, became Supreme Court judges and another bloke was the head of the National Party for some time. So across the range of the professions, if we've got uh, excellence and compassion and good work done by the professions in Queensland, it's due to this, this part of their experience because for many, many years, UQ was the only university and everybody who was in, in training um, kind of went there. It doesn't put down other colleges like the Teachers College, but that was uh, the core. Why do we want to preserve it? Well, there are also architectural values as well, well argued in a submission that's gone to the uh, Department of Environment for, the, uh, for a report to the Heritage Council. Um, there were architects who made their names uh, constructing the Union Building, in a, in a distinctly Queensland style. There's the Chanel itself, 
and theatre with very good acoustics uh, marked by no central aisle and unimpeded view of the stage, which very with uh, also very big uh, offstage areas. Uh, it's not just Memoryville. It's um, a series of, uh, of, of important buildings, and the plan that's put up is not to leave any vestiges of these buildings at all. It's to raise it to the ground like a kind of ground zero thing, as if you're going to erase memory. Uh, like uh, the men in black type of thing. Uh, we're going to zap the memory of generations and also zap the future because it's still being used. It's still part of students' heritage. Personally, I spoke with 300 students and staff, one by one, talking to them about coming to a forum recently, and they said, no, we don't, uh, don't think we like this new idea very much. Since the 1950s, the University of Queensland Union Complex has been built and controlled by students through their student union. Yes. It was their student union fees that actually paid for those buildings that you've listed there. Yes. Why should the University of Queensland Union Complex be under student control? It was explained by um, two very establishment figures, Sir Fred Chanel and Sir Henry Abel Smith, the Queensland Governor, uh, and also Chanel was the Vice-Chancellor, when these buildings were opened. And they said, uh, you need in the student experience, you need in your learning and growing experience to have a free space uh, for your recreation and for working out your own ideas away from the curriculum, away from the class area, away from the teaching and learning facilities. You need your own zone and it's important for it to be student run so uh there was student money in, involved through fees and so on and and they built it now we've got the university with this plan intending to commandeer a lot of the space to put in teaching and learning and they've uh and this sort of intrudes in the student hub area some of the students i spoke to said oh yeah more bean bags and wi-fi points maybe but that's they want to take up space because uh, it's, uh, it, it's, there's some pressure on space in other parts of the campus. Uh, so I gather. Then another point is that uh, they're advertising that it's to be used as a marketing zone for entrepreneurial activity and service to industry. Well, those sorts of marketing and promotional activities were never located principally in the student area. So you'd have to look at that very hard as well. The reason why is, well, as I've said, it's for an important part of your experience, going to university, learning, uh, preparing for your profession, preparing for your life, whatever you want to do. And it's, it's not really suitable as an area for the university to take over uh, for its teaching and learning zones all for its promotional work or getting students to be entrepreneurs. You're part of a campaign which has, as you mentioned there, has applied for heritage listing. Yeah. And in response, the university has put out a glossy magazine and they have reimagined the space. And they seem yeah. to be saying in that magazine and in the, this is university management, they 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 seem to be saying that we need a new entranceway to the university and they've, they've chosen this site to do it. So I'm wondering whether 
you know, it's like a gateway. If you look at the glossy pictures mm. and stuff and they compare them with the older buildings that have been built over the years by student union fees, I'm just wondering whether you think that's an appropriate use of union space to to, to make this alternative gateway mm. to the to the university now, which is a very big corporate business. Yes, yes, that's right. You get these intersecting boulevards that come up from the river, and one of them comes up from the river near the student area at uh, on the St Lucia campus. So it, it parades up, and it can be stri- quite striking. And uh, people I've discussed it with say, "Well, that's not of itself an uninspired thing." Although the artist impressions that go with it, it's like a, you know the type of thing a Battlestar Galactica kind of presentation with throngs of uh, so many so many happy people around it starting to look a bit overcrowded and uh, it's 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 uh, contrasted with a picture of the existing site from the backyard to, to make it look uh, empty and and uh, you know excessive use of concrete that type of thing um, but why bring out this 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 preview now um, it, it clearly it's not giving you all the information you want in answer to questions like like you're putting here, uh, you know, uh, is it a, an appropriate zone? We're not certain what we're going to walk up to when you come up from the river. We think this has been put out now, maybe as to start some sort of polemic uh, outside of the deliberations of the Environment Department and the Heritage Council. But uh, I perish the thought it would be to pressure the Heritage Council in some way. Uh, but it's been brought out. You can't fully read what it's all about. But uh, I would say what we're going to get from the indications is um, fairly large buildings, similar to what you've got on the Gardens Point campus at QUT, the new buildings there near the old government house square, once uh, well lit. Um, and uh, they're going to have shops. Uh, they're going to have these student learning spaces. There's some allocation for performance spaces, union premises for the students' union. Uh, again, so that's good. There's an open courtyard area that could reprise the forum, but uh, you have to tell. Uh, one comment I did hear from students is, well, we hope we're not going to get another shopping mall type of thing uh, because you can get plenty of those off campus. The Save the University of Queensland Union Complex Committee has been organising a number of different events to try mm. to highlight the the struggle that you're involved in with university administration. And two of those events were a, a forum. You organised a forum in the old, near the old forum area and you also mm. organised a walking tour. I'm just wondering... At the forum, a number of speakers, they underlined the the notion that the university is more than, you know, the formal learning, going to lectures, uh, learning about biochemistry or law or medicine. It's about the free exchange of ideas and the, the you know, the, the kind of discussion that went on in that forum area that you have described. Is the University of Queensland in danger of becoming really a second-rate university where it doesn't pursue the actual ideals of the university? Every university is in danger of that at the moment. 
And the thing to do about it is to go on getting educated by associating with other people, as well as uh, ticking all the boxes, uh, KPIs and things like that. Uh, look, it's no use turning your back on technologies that help you to learn. Uh, and a lot of the, lot of the uh, curriculum is going to be managed uh, online, things like that. But uh, all of this impels a, a divorce from other people. You can, you can just be on yourself. Uh, and and uh, um, learning is, uh, involves <laughs> uh, testing with others, uh, comparing with others, sharing with others, as well as going off and thinking hard on your own. So the idea of Chanel and Sir Henry Abel Smith, when they, when they formed this and got this going, along with the student leaders of the time, uh, you know, around 1960, was that uh, uh, you, you've got two kinds of learning. <clears throat> and the first kind of learning is uh, what used to be called just straight-out book learning or rote learning, which is now your catalogue learning, where anybody can get down a whole lot of information very quickly and make a very good fist of managing it and putting it together. Um, but then you've got your organic learning, which is your real learning, which changes your, does something to your mind and your brain. And then you, you grow. It's, it's an organism, you know. And so, uh, that, that's, uh, that's partly social. This is the theory of this thing. Now, it, it then, as I say, becomes part of, part of the heritage of, of our state, of our community in Queensland, that this goes on in this special place. I'm afraid the university management that we have today that haven't shown themselves sensitive to Queensland, Queensland culture, the Queensland community, Queensland heritage. They've missed it. They haven't given an answer to this heritage claim. There's nothing in this thing that says, by the way, they're talking about heritage. Here's where we want to pull it all down. We, we don't care about the heritage or we want to, we think it should be upgraded, upgraded or something, hasn't been said. So uh, we reckon that there's a space for people at the university to, to reclaim or claim or, or exercise uh, the, the heritage that we've got. Uh, maybe, I, I think, I believe the Chancellor is from a, himself is from a Queensland family, um, but um, I don't know, maybe there are people there who just don't get it about uh, how uh, what's important to Queensland people. Yes, the Chancellor, Peter Varghese, is from a Queensland family and they, mm. they came from Kerala originally in India oh, yeah. where it was um, a more, you know, a thinking society and not so driven by class conflict as in other parts of of India. You know, Kerala was mm. really one of the few Marxist states in the world and they they didn't they weren't saddled down by the caste system as were, were other states. But one thing that interests me about, you know, particularly from someone like yourself who studied at the university in the 60s and 70s, um, do you think, you know, the, the university, that there's always a, an air of competition and in some faculties, like for example the medical faculty, it, in past years it's highly competitive, but uh, there still was a lot of camaraderie amongst the students and they would help each other. They'd even have, for example, I remember 
all night studying before exams of anatomy or physiology in the old engineering building, and they just they mm. they they let themselves in, and you know might. Uh, persuade one of the security guards to let them there and they would study all night as a group and they would attempt to, um, you know, get on top of what were very demanding subjects. But these days, mm. students don't seem to have time to do anything and their, their study, like you said, is online and it seems to be incredibly individualistic, not... Um, well, look... Um, one quick thing about the the system now, with the with the heavier use of uh, technologies, ICT, uh, is is that you're not getting access to staff. Um, the uh, university I taught at uh, cut its uh, tutorial time in uh, in our faculty by um, something in the order of thirty percent. So it, uh, that meant for the students not being able to talk to their teachers as much. So they should watch this. Uh, watch what they're paying for because uh, if you take academics out of universities, which is a trend, and just sell package courses made in America or whatever, you're going to end up with a well-run university with some, which is something like that hospital without the patients in it. It's, it's a structure and a system functioning all right, but it's not doing what it's supposed to do which is to help you with your learning. Now, it does still happen that students get together late at night and they'll get together. I see people, you know, around a, a workstation and they, they do compare and, and, and work together and it's great to see. Um, but you're right in saying that there's a big amount of pressure on their time. Uh, more pressure to pay more for their courses or a bigger percentage of what they're getting more pressure to stay on and add vocational layers to, to what they've been studying, um, but just pressure not to be able to get into a mood of concentration and, and get a job done. It's great to see when people get together and work together on a, a project and so on, but I suspect, one, they don't get enough time, two, they don't get enough contact with uh, staff who can help, three, they're not really getting enough free time contact with one another. Now, my final question brings us back to the present and you no doubt you have noticed in the last three weeks there's been an upsurge of political activity at the University of Queensland and it is predominantly, not solely, but predominantly being focused on the democratic rights movement in Hong Kong. So a number of Hong Kong students that are studying here, or students studying at the University of Queensland who came from Hong Kong have highlighted the issue in solidarity with their fellow students and, and workers in Hong Kong because of the laws that are threatening to extradite people for political reasons to mainland China. Now, there have been three demonstrations, one of them violent, um, and the, but the, the students themselves that put forward these uh, solidarity goals, they said they were exercising their democratic rights. They did it at the university on two occasions and in the city on another. On, on, on each occasion, they themselves and the organisers implored people to be non-violent and peaceful. Yet, the Vice-Chancellor of the University, Peter Hoy, he made a demand 
that those students, the ones asking for a non-violent uh, protest against what's happening in Hong Kong, he asked them to apologise for sitting down on a walkway in the university complex near the University of, of Queensland Student Union. Now, is he in? Is he justified in making that demand on those students? Well, we're talking about the present, but uh, made reference to the past. I don't remember the management of the university actually buying into these sorts of arguments about freedom of association and freedom of expression and demonstrations and the like. Um, Zelman Cowan, as the um, vice-chancellor, did address forums of students and made direct appeals to them and, and advocated for uh, you know, pe peaceful uh, uh, discourse and, uh, and so on. He didn't... He didn't. He, he opposed um, street marching against uh, without a permit, that type of thing, and that he exercised that right and uh, set out to do it. But uh, I can't remember too much involvement. One day, there was a wild scene. Uh, you know, we did have um, sometimes you, you'd you'd get uh, some rough stuff, but uh, very, very, very rare compared to which would be very rare to see anything like these confrontations with the. Chinese students today. Young girls play hopscotch on a broken path. Aging soot blackens old brick walls. Old Qatar leans at the corner. Stray dog barks at grim passerby. Bicycles line up at the local store. Factories crumble behind rusting iron. Graffiti grows on the railway bridge. A worker in overalls walks on home. Slumps to one side, poster peels on a bolted gate. It's faded, but not forgotten. An injury to one is an injury to all. Car rattles along with broken exhaust. Clouds hurry past in the driving wind. Is this all there is, asked the passerby? No, said the worker, it's just a view from a wooden chair. 